Colossians 1.3. See, only one verse. All right, so we'll work with one verse. Let's bow in prayer. Father God, how we thank you for the word deliverance. Because you are the deliverer. You keep us because you love us. And you Jesus Christ mentioned the fact that no man can pluck us out of your hands. I thank you that you are a deliverer. But help us to understand the dynamics of the word deliver. Help us to see our responsibility. Help us to look closer at your word. And I pray, Lord, that... Um, Regardless of what we go through, as the songwriter wrote, whatever my lot, thou have taught me to say, it's well with my soul. Thank you, Lord, that deliverance worked from the inside out, not the outside in. In Jesus' name we pray. And all the saints said. So as we uh, go into this, uh, Psalms, we'll get to that verse. 32.7, you are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with shouts of deliverance. Selah. Psalm 49, I have the glad news of deliverance in the great, um, I have told the glad news to the, of deliverance in the great congregation. Behold, I have not restrained my lips, as you know, O Lord. Psalm 72.4, May he defend the cause of the poor of the people, giving deliverance to the children of the needy, and crush the opp oppressor. Second Timothy 4:18, "The Lord will rescue me from every evil deed and bring me safely into His heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever what? Amen. Then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials, regardless of what you're going through, trial, and to keep the unrighteous under punishment until the day of judgment. Doesn't sound like God's in control. <laughs> so the church says, amen. They kind of whip it out there. And so if we look at this then, um, defining the term, to rescue, extract, or remove an entity from a dangerous and devastating situation. God is our deliverer. And if we just had a moment or so, if we were talking around as, what, what did God deliver you from? Or, or, and some may say a car accident. Some would say maybe, I don't know what the whole uh, ramification would be there. But each one would say, well, I can identify this, that God delivered me. God delivered me. God delivered me. What did God deliver you from? I wonder... If any of you would have said, he delivered me from myself. You know, all the physical, yeah, but sometimes some of us are still battling with ourselves. Well, remember the, remember the song, Love Lifted Me? Uh, as I was doing the message, this is the song that just came up in my mind that says that uh, I was sinking deep in sin, far from the what? Very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry, and from the waters lifted me, now safe 
am I. And then it went on to saying, love lifted me. Love lifted me. Where nothing else could help, love lifted me. Love lifted me, love lifted me. Where nothing else could help, love lifted me. Uh, God is the lifter of your head if you'd only let him do it. Okay. And so we go, go on then. Deliverance is a divine privilege bestowed on those who have placed their trust in Christ. If we do not recognize, trust, and honor Christ, our deliverer, uh, there will be an unnecessary price to pay. Let's keep in mind that deliverance is time sensitive. It ends at the grave. And I'm so, I'm so glad of that. <laughs> God would not be forever delivering us from stuff. <laughs> God has a plan here. He keeps he says, stay with the plan, you know. And so um, uh, the first deliverance you had was when you were a baby, when you came into the world, you know. Uh, but then all, all type of things that God has delivered you from, bad decision, bad this and bad that. And there's a lot of times when you didn't think and God was right there. Just like a parent, you know, you, you see the child getting ready to do something, and you have to stop them whether they recognize it or not. God is a wonderful deliverer. And guess what? It's basically, it's exclusive for those who know him and love him. Know why? Because when they are delivered, they have a testimony. You see? And they're going to talk about it. An unbeliever, they will say, I was lucky. Luck was on my side. I guess it wasn't my time. Please. Then we uh, go to this. Uh, when we trust in the Lord, we are able to establish the worst case scenario and be able to embrace a sustaining hope and peace. When I know that God is my deliverer and he's not, he's always, a, what they said, an on-time God. Then since I know that whatever happens to me, I would encourage you, establish a worst case scenario. Go there. Put it on the shelf. I, I, when I do constant, I always tell couples to do that. Put on the shelf your worst case scenario so that you're not bent out of a shape if it does happen. Okay? So write down your worst case scenario and then jot, but God will deliver me. You see? Um, Karen and I have done that with, with our children. What if our child did this? What if our child did that? And we put it on the shelf. It did happen. We weren't bent out of shape because we already had the plan. We knew what to do. Worst case scenario, okay? Because God is a deliverer. Because he has called us to peace. The spirit of God will be, will be enabled, well, boy, will enable us to sing in the middle of a storm. Let us consider important things about deliverance. Here's our outline, just two things. One, the resource, and then the reason. That's simple, right? Okay, we'll go right on through it then. As we look at the resource then, we look at the resource, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. When we look at him there, then notice what it says here. He's what? He's what? And he's what? I have not heard anyone that said that Christ failed me. I've never heard anyone say, I, I, I worship Christ, I, I serve Christ, and when I really needed him, he failed me. You have a, do you have a testimony like that? I don't think there's any. 
He has promised to never leave or forsake us. Everybody on the same page with that? There are two major categories where deliverance has been experienced. The first one is in the spiritual realm. It has or will determine our eternal destiny. The first level of deliverance really is when the Lord delivers us from our sins. I thank God. The Lord, thank you for deliverance of my, my sins. Okay. Um, and I just praise the Lord for that. Then we have another Galatians, this is Galatians 1, 3 says, Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Galatians 1, 4, who gave himself for our sins to do what? To deliver us from the present evil age according to the will of our God our Father. And so deliverance has been determined. God knew it was going to happen. He already set deliverance in his place. I want you to say, think about this because if something might happen today, tomorrow, I don't know. Understand something. If it happens, deliverance is on its way. Okay? What I just say, deliverance is, one more time. He does not leave you in a hole depressed and everything else. If That's your choice, not the Lord. Because you see, it, it'll go against scripture. Scripture says, rejoice in the Lord what? Again, I say, how can you rejoice in the Lord always and depressed and lip hanging down like a baby bear, okay? Then that means that God has not done his job. God will do his job. Trust him. Well, in the, in the physical realm, affecting every aspect of the human experience, there are numerous situations where God has shown himself strong on our behalf. Let's make sure that we are on the same page. One, question, does God deliver or rescue all of his children? And some may say yes, and some may say no. Let me answer it for you, okay? There is a long list of individuals who were delivered from trying situations, experienced angels intervening on their behalf in order to ensure a successful outcome. But it doesn't answer the question, though, does it? Does God deliver, rescue all of his children? Well, now that we have to go a little bit further. Because the praise of the psalmist says, I have not hidden your deliverance within my heart. I have spoken your faithfulness to your salvation. I have not concealed your steadfast love and your faithfulness from, great, uh, from the great generation. He said, Lord, I've been faithful in that area. But observation, God does not and will not deliver all of his children from their situation. It's a wake-up call. If you think God will, God is able to do that, okay, to the utmost. I mean, he, he's able to, but he will, not, he will not deliver you from all your situations. The Bible, the, the Bible is replete with a number of names where God decided, I'm not going to deliver you. Oh, he went to the Hebrew boys. They want to stay with the Hebrew boys. But what about those, like, according to, to Hebrews, those who are torn asunder, homeless? What about all of those? In the, why didn't God deliver them? When you go to Revelation, all those souls that were slain under, under uh, the throne, they said, how long, O Lord? And he said, just a little while. Just a little while until I 
I finished my program. <laughs> Won't you just rest here? So God does not deliver us out of all our situations. If he does not deliver, understand he's still developing. Are you hearing me right now? God is still developing something in you or a bigger plan that will require you to go through something. I was moved. I was listening to Joni Erickson uh, Cantata, and uh, she was uh, saying um, um, about the uh, type of day that she woke up from. Understand now, she's a quadriplegic. Not only is she a quadriplegic, she uh, under, have already undergone um, uh, cancer of the breast, breast cancer. Uh, and, she was, and she wakes up every morning in pain. And she woke up that morning and she, um, um, and she said, I really don't feel like going in for this program. I'm hurting so much. And then as she thought about it in the physical realm, then she shifted to the, to the spiritual and said, Lord, you know, thank you for enabling me to rise to this morning. And even in my pain, I will make you look good. There are some times when God will let you go through some things, and it hurts. It hurts. But God still holds you. <laughs> what he wants you to do is let go. I got you. Regardless of what you're going through, deliverance, deliverance. From sickness, from pain, from my enemies, from extreme financial uh, challenges, from being injured, from being hated, from rejection and abandonment, quite a list there, and this is only a few. But he will never let us go through, deal with, or bear anything alone. Nonetheless, it's by our choice. I definitely want you to write down not unless it's by our choice when we decide we're not going to pray about it we're going to decide we're going to go into depression when God don't want us to go into depression when we start to tell, tell everybody about it but the Lord when we don't follow instructions how do you expect to get a blessing when you don't follow instructions uh Forgive me for the rabbit trail, but um, uh, yesterday I was going through some of my equipment, and one of my knives was rusty. You know, it kind of kind of pulled out, and uh, and it said, and the blade pulled to get the blade out, and I said, man, I couldn't get it out for nothing. I just I said, how? Matter of fact, I said, how did I buy a knife that I don't know how to take a blade out of? And so th that that took that, that took a minute. And I, I was thinking on it and thinking on it, and then of course what I do, I went to YouTube. And I said, I, I mentioned the type of knife. I said, this is YouTube, this is the type of knife, and um, how do you take the blade out? And as I said in my class, that was a one-minute class, the guy said, this is the type of knife, this is what you do. See that little button there? Push it down, pull it out, it comes out. I said, thank you. I had to follow instructions. If I would have said, oh, man, that's too easy. I'll keep trying. I'll get, let me get my pliers. Let me, no, just trust him. Let me go back. Trust him. I think it's important for that. 
Uh, well, let me move, move on. I'm kind of clicking here, too fast. But I want to make sure that we have this in mind. It's by our choice. God can take you through deliverance if you're holding on to his hands. We had the last, last time we had the song, Hold to His Hand, God's Unchanging Hands. If you don't hold on to his hand, what, do you, what direction do you think you're going? Now we're ready to go to the, the second one. The reason God has a definite plan. Why does God have this uh, def uh, definitive plan, rather? One, he has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. Don't read over that too quickly. He has delivered us from the domain of what? Darkness. And have what? Transferred us see, uh, to the kingdom of his beloved son. Notice the past tense of the verbs in this, this verse. Number one, he has delivered us. It's a done deal. Okay. He has transferred us. It's a done deal. When individuals say, you know, you can be saved and lost, be careful because it's already a done deal. You are locked in, 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 God's, uh, in God's hand until he gets you home. And when he gets you home, he's not going to throw you away. <laughs> God has gone through too much in your life and my life for you to be suffering like that. Amen? Notice that all of this has taken place in the spiritual realm. Remember that God has taken us out of the darkness and placed us in what? A no, new normal. A new normal. So I want to elaborate more on this. I think that it's important. So I wanted to break out a, uh, somewhat of a chart to show you how this goes, when we talk about the kingdom of Christ. When we talk about the kingdom of, of Christ, uh, it, has, it is unlimited, it's unique, it's unified, it's universal, unending, and unconquerable. Kingdom of man, they are time sensitive, they are typ typically flawed, they are torn, they are territorial, they are temporal. They are triumphant over each other. In man's kingdom, you're always trying to get over somebody, win over somebody, won that war. In God's kingdom, no. Unified, unique, universal, unending, unconquerable. When we talk about what God says, I have placed you, I've taken you out of darkness, and I have placed you into uh, to Christ uh, our Lord, see? And I think that's so important where we are. That's why God does not want all of this negative stuff over here to be filtering over here, see? So that's why all these, if you have an argument, all these other things with a brother, then uh, you go to that brother, try to solve it. If there's sexual immorality, deal with it. Because in God's kingdom, it says, here's where we are, unlimited, unique, Unified, universal, unending, and unconquerable. And when I say universal, I'm not just talking about the earth. I'm talking about universe. God's kingdom is universe. And we're de delivered into that type of kingdom. And I thank God for that great word. So when you look back at the Garden of Eden 
and Adam biting of the fruit, God had a big plan. I mean, this plan is, is and it's still, there's a lot of things we still don't know. And God is still unfolding. He's such a wonderful Lord. Amen? Consider what Solomon wrote about God's intentions. Ecclesiastes 3.14, I perceive that whatever God does endures forever. Excuse me, nothing can be added to it, nor anything taken from it. God has done it so that people fear before him. What people? His people. His people. God has, whatever God has made, it is forever. You got saved, it's forever. Why do you do that, Lord? So that you will reverence me and appreciate me forever. And so God is good at this. And I praise the Lord that he is our deliverer. And he has delivered us from the domain of darkness in, into Christ our Lord. We go further. His plan is invincible. Deliverance glorifies God. Deliverance reveal God's perpetual oversight, protection, and care. Deliverance establishes testimonies. Deliverance enhances our obedience. Deliverance develops character. Deliverance will confirm one's hope. Deliverance reveals to us that Satan's power are weak and limited. Every time that God delivers you, it reinforces, Satan, you're not all that. If Job would, would talk to you right now, God, God brought uh, Job up before uh, Satan, and he told Satan, if you consider my servant Job, yeah, the only reason he's doing it is because he, you, know, you bless him. Oh, okay, I tell you what. Um, why don't you touch him, do whatever you need to do, but don't you kill him? That's, that's when the person's in control. And Satan did his best. And then Job said something that was very profound. Yea, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. I know my Redeemer liveth. I think that when we get to the point of understand, coming out of the Job's club, we understand something. That God delivers us and he keeps us. And so to glorify himself, uh, to reveal God's perpetual oversight and protection and care. When you're in the process, God's protection and care. A lot of times you see, well, this person got help, hurt and everything else. Guess what? I was thinking about this man who... Um, uh, I think he had what, about 10 children and had this accident. Uh, uh, a truck rim or something hit it and, and his, watched his whole family, uh, most of his family, not the whole family, most of his family uh, burn. And, um, and one of the pastors, my, my pastor friends, had him at his church and asked him about all of this. His name Will, Willis family. The Willis family. Had the Willis family uh, had him at his church and, um, and as he talked with the guy, the guy talked with the congregation, and he was saying what the world was saying, you should be bitter, and you should be this, and you should be that. And how he said, 
God gave and God took away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now that's a testimony. See, here across, listen, he was delivered from the inside out, not the outside in. And what God holds to you and hold on to you is that I want to make sure that you are delivered from the inside out. Because when you're that way, you'll stand your ground. You can still sing your song when you're doing it like that. I was listening to one woman who had, what, one, two, three, four, um, um, I think Beth, her last name had come to me. But um, I listened to Beth and what she was saying about uh, her children around the table and everything was just beautiful and uh, it was a beautiful day and the children were around the table getting ready for breakfast and, um, and the son wanted to have uh, some more, I think it was some more milk. And so the little daughter, uh, the youngest, was on the other side of the table and she was going there and she was going around the table and she tripped and fell. And it turned out to be a mess. And she said, being, being a person who homeschooled the children and uh, my schedule at the, the studio and all these other things, I was livid over it. I was, I was angry about this. And says, and I let it out, I let it out on my children. I'm just being honest with you, I let it out on my children. And she said, in the midst of all of that, the Spirit said to me, sing. She said, sing, sing, sing. And she said, in the midst of all of that mess, she chose to sing to the Lord. You know what sing, singing is what they call therapeutic or healthy. So when you sing to the Lord, even in your mess, then the deliverance might not have been on the outside. You had to clean up that mess, but you have already been delivered on the inside, so you know how to clean up the mess. There's two ways you clean up the mess. If you ever spill this again, you shall regret it for the rest of your life. Or... That's okay, baby. Accidents happen. And I just want to let you know, I still love you. This is just another day. You'll forget it tomorrow, okay? And we can always pour another, okay? Wipe the tears away. Oh, it's how you sing. Have you been delivered, not from the outside, but be de being delivered from the inside? Spiritually, God has settled that. Now all you have to do is exercise what God has unpackaged it. All that you have in Christ. Amen. Um, well, deliverance impacts and even encourages others to put their trust in God. Deliverance has, has to be executed in three significant areas. One, deliverance from the penalty of sin. Deliverance from the power of sin. And then, praise the Lord, delivering us forever from the very presence of sin. When we, this, this goes along with the whole idea of, uh, number one, one of the subjects is sanctification. And that, that, that God sanctified us after he have delivered us and he have sanctified us, set us apart. We'll never have to undergo sin again. Thank God for that. 
sanctification. Then I thank God from the power of sin. Right now, that, right, that's what we're going through right now. What we're living right now. What things that we're going through. The power of sin. We can say no to sin. Sinners can't do that. But we can say no to sin. God has given us the power. Matter of fact, here's what Ephesians says. Be strong in the Lord and in the what? Power of his might. You see, put on the whole armor of God. So then that's where we get our power, okay? Um, Christian power. Then delivering us forever from, from the very presence of, of sin. I thank God that there's coming a time that we will be taken away from the very presence of sin, never to expend that again. We'll never have to say, God, forgive me throughout all eternity. Isn't that something? You will never have to say, Lord, deliver me through all eternity. You'd be so busy saying holy, holy, and hallelujah, and there's some things that God has not shown us yet. And he still, he, he has an e eternity of unveiling things for us. But if you're not delivered on the inside, I kind of close on this note as we move forward. Let me show you a guy who was not delivered on the inside temporarily. I think it was the 73rd Psalms when he said, truly God is good to Israel, but as for me, my foot did almost slip and my step were where and I gone. When I saw the prosperity of the wicked, what are you doing looking at them? I saw how they were getting health. They were healthy and, and well known, and everybody liked them. And, and I said to myself, "I cleanse my heart in vain." He said, "I thought about this, and I would have shown it. I would have shared it. I couldn't share it with the congregation. I had to hold it in." He says, "And as I thought on this, he says." Then I went into the house of the Lord, deliverance. And then I understood. God's not obligated to tell you why he's doing everything. But when you get deliverance from within, it strengthens your trust in the Lord. Well, one last thing then. When we talk about one last thing. I would highly recommend that you develop and settle in your heart a worst-case scenario with a God-honoring plan. Let's read that together. I would highly recommend that you develop and settle in your heart a worst-case scenario with a God-honoring plan. Because whatever you're up against, some have health uh, situations and financial situations, just a number of things. Whatever you're up against, you do, you do what you have to do. But you sell in your mind, I'm going to trust him. I'm going to trust him. I don't know where this coronavirus is going. Matter of fact, what I'm saying now will be dated. It'd be because there will be more pestilence coming. God promised it. It's coming. Matter of fact, one-third of the earth will be affected by it. So um, one thing about it, 
we're like the chicks under the, the, the hen's wings, and we're looking out and seeing what's happening. And God says, I have you safely in my hand. Do you believe this? If you don't believe it, then you're going to reap the wind of whirlwind of doubt and being afraid and all of these other things. My desire is that we believe it, receive it, and apply it to our lives. And as we close uh, in prayer, I want to pray for your deliverance. First, I want to pray for um, those of you who do not know Christ as your Savior. You need to be delivered. You can't do it yourself and quit being philosophical. You're lost and you're going to die in your sins and you will never see God again. If you don't know Jesus Christ, your personal Savior, yes, he's love. Yes, he's sacrificed. Yes, he came in the, in, the, in the body of man and, and shed his blood. Yes, he rose again. But if you step over all of that to do your own thing and you reject him, then God will let you have your way away from him. Then there's a bus, those of us who are struggling through some things. Understand, our God is Jehovah Shammah. God is there. Understand something when God is there. He's able to do those things that will glorify him. He's able to do those things that will keep you stable until such time that he has planned to bring closure. Lord, I pray for individuals like that. I pray for the saints. Help us understand that one word deliverance mentioned close to 1,500 times in Scripture. My prayer, Lord, is that we would talk about the whole idea of walking with you in the beauty of holiness and trusting you. You are our deliverer. Thank you for your goodness to us. And thank you for an individual who, if you haven't accepted Christ, to say, Lord, come into my life. Receive me right now. And, uh, and I accept you as my Savior. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. And all the saints said, Amen.